1: Let's let it out. Uh. (laughs) (sighs) Fucking out. I'm still trying to perfect that. What? Fucking out. out. Well, Will just goes, can (laughs) out. Is it? (laughs) Isn't it? And his mom goes, too, can (laughs) out. How do you do it? Fucking out. So you do the whole fuck. I do, but I'm not. But, okay. but you're not Northern. I'm not
0: authentically saying it.
1: You're Southern. You're I'm, a Southerner.
0: I'm doing a bit.
1: Poshiest of poshist ones. Thank
0: you for my book, The Cemetery Club. You're welcome. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Doris. Where I got it, but it was meant name? for you. Yeah, I can't wait to read it. I haven't read a play in ages. Your grandma's name is Doris? Yeah. Apparently, she was a real bitch. <laughs>
1: Annabelle, you had your last night in your house. Oh, God. And what a night it was. What a night for the books. It was it was
0: fireworks, let me tell you. The house didn't let you down, did it? No. It was I truly don't know. a night to
1: remember. Yeah.
0: Got into it with a friend. With a friend I've been living with. We really had the grievances. Is she your friend? I don't know. To be seen. Do you care to share what happened at all? Um... Sometimes when you live with friends, it doesn't always work out. I've never had it not work out before, personally. I've only ever had one negative experience mm-hmm. other than this of living with somebody. And the experience of living with her was lovely. The girl that I had lived with in London. But she did something that was unforgivable. What did you do? She she became friends with this girl that had been fucking my boyfriend. And she was well aware of that. And she saw me go through the breakup. Yet she still made a point to, like, make this girl one of her best friends in London. She'd moved from Australia. For yeah, me, I was nice. I was just like, really, bitch? I'm not gonna fuck. One it. night, she posted a picture of her on Instagram being like, sunset walks in Notting Hill with this one. I was like, oh, honey, you're trying to be homeless right now. Yeah, that's... I texted her and I said, I saw your Instagram post. You got a month. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. She was like, "I hope you can just we can just agree to disagree." Sure, we can agree to disagree. Disagree about what? I don't know um, morals, boundaries, ethics, respect. Anyway, so I don't talk to her anymore. She reached out to me again, but it's just like when someone shows you who they are, believe it, believe it. So red flags, baby. You know, I had a great time living with that girl. I just that that's what made it go wrong. So right. actually, I've never actually had a bad time living with somebody. Um, I think this was a case of like. This person that I've been living with lately is going through her own grief. You know, she lost Max as well. And she is at a turning point in her life. And she's got a lot of shit going on. And I think that I have boundaries and I have things that are acceptable for me in my house. And she didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And that's, with with all due respect, not my problem. Mm -hmm. It's my house. So if you don't like something I'm doing in my house, feel free to leave my house. Mm -hmm. And as like a subletter... That's kind of how it works, you know? It's like, this isn't your house. You're renting from me, and I want you to feel comfortable. But if I don't want smoking in the house, I don't want smoking in the house. If I don't want strangers in my studio, I don't want strangers in my studio. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So those were my two rules, by the way. So obviously, I'm a... That was it? Yeah, I'm a real tyrant. Really tyrannical. Real bitch. Yeah, real cunt. Wait, that was it? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's... Obviously, everyone has their Who thing, smokes but, in a house anyway? That's I psycho. Mean, like, is it the 80s? Like, fucking... Who's smoking anyway? It's <laughs> <For sequels. laughs> Um Honestly, smoking, no, it's smoking inside smoking. is psychotic. No, it's so weird. Who even does that? Ugh. My dad had this girlfriend, Renee, and she was... Renee. Oh, God, she was... Shout out to all our listeners named Renee. She Renee. is... She used to smoke in the house. Everything It smelled like a goddamn casino in the house. Oh. Actually, when I went to Vegas recently, it smelled like Renee. I was like, "What is that smell?" I was like, "What is that smell?" Reminding me of, and I was like, "Carpet and cigarette smoke and alcohol." That is Renee. E-do. Renee, Udo, tramp, Uh-duh.
1: Sorry, Renee. But sorry, Renee. I'm not really sure sorry. you're a lovely person. Yeah, she's she's calm. So your rules were smoke, no smoking, and no strangers yeah. in the music studio, which has fucking valuable equipment down there, including my piano.
0: Exactly, and it's just like I don't want strangers touching my husband's things. Sorry that that's so crazy. You bitch. I know.
1: So what happened last night? Oh, it just all came to a head. Oh God, I've been waiting for it to come to a head for like months.
0: I know, me too. I was just getting a lot of attitude from her yesterday and she pushed me and pushed me and pushed me. And it got to the point where I was just like, you want to go? Let's fucking go. So we went, we had it out. I'm a sarcastic bitch. If you say stuff to me like, wow, you're amazing. I'll be like, yeah, I am. Thank you. I am actually fucking incredible. (laughs) And you're welcome that I grace you with my presence. Like, it's not going to insult me. I don't, like I've said, I don't get insulted. If I don't care, then I'm not getting insulted. I just said everything that I've always wanted to say. And Lucy, one thing about me is that if I'm going to say it behind your back, I'm going to say it to your face. As I said to you earlier, I've had enough experiences in my life. I'm old enough and ugly enough to know that News travels real quick. So if you aren't going to say something to somebody's face, don't fucking say it behind their back. Mm -hmm. And I maintain that. Like, I'll let you know what I'm thinking. It's up to you what you do with that. These are my boundaries. It's my house. Sorry that you don't feel that you have autonomy and independence in this house and that there are rules.
1: Yeah, I've got rules. Well, it wasn't only about the rules. I mean, I can think of
0: other... Is issues that, that also, have happened yeah. where it was, how dare you speak to me this way? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm was, so stressed. Yeah, yeah. She's very stressed. She's got a lot of grief she's dealing with. She's moving. Sorry, did her husband die?
1: <laughs> Sorry. Here's the point. Is that Let's not We'd add stress had... to Annabelle's life no, at no, this it, moment in time. What a
0: day to have a nasty What a way. day yeah. to have a fight. Yeah. And that's why I just... It's my last day in the house, but I don't feel bad about it because I feel that it's a I feel it was a gift to have everything aired out, for everyone to reveal themselves. She said a lot of things about other people that other people have said about me. Yeah,
1: she brought other friends into it,
0: didn't she? And I did as well. Did you bring me into it? No, I didn't bring you into <laughs> it. You know, and now I need to address those things because some of them I couldn't give a fuck about. Some of them I do. And like with last night, I'd rather just have the chat. You're right. It is a gift
1: because it does give you perspective and truth. And you can see what's what. And I think that is a perfect thing to have happened in the house on your last night. Because it's truly a chapter ending. Mm -hmm.
0: The glue that held a lot of the group together is gone. It's gone. And And last night sealed that deal. And that's fine. Like I was willing... Where I'm coming from is that the glue's gone, but let's make new glue. That was my, always my thing, you know. I don't love you because of Max. I love you because I love you. Mm-hmm. And I want to move forward with you in our own dynamic. Other people aren't available for that. And that is totally fine. I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. Just let me know. Don't let resentment build over months and months and months. And then act, act like a cunt to me on the last day of my house. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's all fine. At the end of the day, it's all fine. And like that meme that you sent me the other day, if you don't have my phone number to tell me about what your problem is with me, is then it, you don't have a problem with me because you don't fucking know me.
1: If you got a problem with me, call me. If yeah. you don't have my number, it means you don't know me well enough to have a problem
0: with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I think there seems to be a lot of chat about, you know, there seems to be a real like chicago la divide going on with everything and quite frankly and with all due respect it's absolutely none of my business you guys do you get well soon i am choosing to live in the truth i'm choosing to live in my experience i'm choosing to live in the truth of who ryan and max were the choices that they made together and that's how i'm moving forward with my life yeah And if you don't wanna talk to me on that level, if you don't wanna honor who they were, even bits of them that you don't like, even things you don't like, then don't come to me because I want them and I love them, warts and all. Max and Ryan, there is nothing you can tell me about my husband, I don't already know. Okay? So that's that, that was my last night in my house. And as I drove in yesterday, I was feeling, you know, all kinds of feelings, feeling stressed, feeling stressed about dealing with this girl, all of that stuff, feeling stressed about my last day in the house. I drove in past the church in Los Feliz and on there, you know, how churches put things like- Their message boards. Little board. message, message boards up. It said, I love LA, Randy Newman. Ryan loved that song. Aww. Loved Randy Newman. I've never seen anything like that on a tripod before. Wow. So I pulled over, I put the song on. It had me laughing. All the lyrics were about like driving fast in your convertible, playing the Beach Boys. Like the women here are so sexy, like all that kind of (sighs) stuff. And it just made me laugh and it just made me feel supported. Yeah. You know, like we were saying about messages and all that. Yeah. Um, And
1: That's perfect. He's always making you laugh, isn't he? And again, it's through music. It's always through music, and it's always
0: that that was cheerful. Yeah, that was our a big part of our bond was that yeah. we laughed a lot together. Mm-hmm. And he keeps making me laugh. Oh, good. <laughs> but yeah, you, know, you need just... all the
1: laughter you can get right now. This is a very intense transition, and looking around, I mean, the whole house is bare everything's pretty much in boxes
0: i left our table with our stuff up because for our last yeah we for our last podcast this is the last thing that's gonna get packed away
1: oh we've got our candelabra here with our drippy wax there's basically a whole layer of dripped wax on this table and
0: that's the edited version i threw a load away last night oh wow i'm gonna come back next week monday tuesday i reckon i'm gonna get myself a hotel room have a nice evening. Do my final bets. Good. By hotel room, do you mean coming to stay with Will and I and letting us cook you dinner? <laughs> no, but I will have to come <laughs> No. I will come over for dinner, and then I will go back to my lovely hotel room. <laughs> and I'll go with you. <laughs> All right,
1: I'm going to have to get my piano out of here next week. I know. I've got to get mine out as well. Oh, my God. We have to call the piano number. I know. What?
0: Did you hear that? Yes, yeah, it's, it's probably just Alec. Alec? It's Alec, don't worry. <laughs> Why would he yell out? Oh, I didn't hear someone yell. Alec! What? Did you just yell? No.
1: I heard a voice.
0: Okay, well, as you know, we're being haunted when we do this podcast now, so.
1: <sighs> Jesus Christ, you guys. I have to tell you. I mean, you may have seen on our Instagram stories, but. Last week when we did the Spookyville episode, there was so much conversation going on in the background of our recording. They were It was women, I have the footage, it was women. And I thought that it was someone in Annabelle's house. There was no one home at either of our houses. I can't hear what they were saying, but I had to edit so much background noise out of there. And then it sounded like the microphones were being bumped and banged the whole time, but they weren't, they were just <coughs> still on the tape. Anyway, I just heard a voice. Sorry. Don't know what that was. Woo. It's a lot. So. Ugh. She's taking a plastic butter knife and stabbing herself in the throat. Just give me the knife. <laughs> so. Oh, also,
0: by the way, I call COVID. <laughs> Are we ready to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fine now, but. Okay. But yeah. That's Guys, nice. you heard it. That's, the noises in the Why microphone. don't you say it again? Because you kind of mumbled it. No, I didn't. What Actually, happened last week? Well, last week yeah, I had COVID. For, for, well, it was more than just last week. I had it before then, so I just didn't know. Amazing. I thought I had allergies, and then my I was eating, my, I was eating a Popsicle on the couch, and I was like... And you're like, this tastes like
1: cardboard.
0: Oh, my God. And then I kept testing things to see if I could smell them, and then I had COVID. So then I had to quarantine, do the whole thing, and yeah, it's all good. Wow. Yeah. So you had COVID. Yeah.
1: And the smell and the taste going away.
0: Was the weirdest thing. I wouldn't have known that I was ill. I thought I had allergies, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then when that happened, I was like, oh, fuck. So I tested it thinking like, oh, maybe it's just got stuffed up nose because I was stuffed up. And then that went away and I still had no smell or taste. And wow. that's, that was the weirdest thing about the whole thing. And also the mental element of it the stress of having COVID for me was worse than having COVID the cold I had a few weeks ago mm-hmm. was so much worse mm. but obviously because I do have asthma I was like eh, str-? like am I gonna wake up tomorrow and just be like I can't breathe mm-hmm. or whatever but it was all fine well don't do you think that
1: part of that stress is all the fear that we've been uh, fed 100%. by the news <laughs>
0: I was questioning my body. Yeah. I knew in my body I felt strong. That you were okay. I was okay. getting through it. I was feeling better every day. Right. But all of that shit was in my head and I was questioning my own literal physical feelings of, of healing were being questioned by all the shit in my mind.
1: That's powerful. Wow. And it gave
0: me so much anxiety towards the last, the last, the two days before I came out of my, whatever you call it, isolation. And... I, I started having massive panic attacks and it was about everything it was about yeah I mean it came at the craziest time when I was ready to move house last week yeah. Harrison was going to college Lauren was going back to high school my sister's husband works in hospitals all those things so the timing mm-hmm. couldn't have been worse yeah and I was already so stressed and already struggling And then to be in isolation for all that time when I was mentally really struggling with my grief was Mm. really fucking hard. You had your kitty. Yeah, my cat was coming in. Your cat was glued to you. Yeah, he was. He's so cute. So that was fucking mental, honestly. The mental side of it was worse for me than the physical side of it. Um, I also think that nobody else around me got it. I know, that's what I was just gonna say. Well, everyone around me is vaccinated. And if I had eh, had. If I'm I, ha- no, not, that's not true. Will's not
1: vaccinated. Okay. I'm half vaccinated, okay. but that doesn't count for anything. Here's the thing.
0: I honestly believe, first thing, if I'd had any milder symptoms, I wouldn't have had symptoms. Right. I wouldn't have even known I was sick. So I was very mild. But also, my grief has been so fucking bad. My stress has been so insane. Moving out of this house, all of that stuff has been so fucking stressful. I've been crying every day, which I Mm -hmm. haven't done for a long time. I've been feeling... I'm in so much pain. I've realized now, as a result of that day of having those panic attacks, the next day I woke up and I had a huge exorcism, as I told you, Mm -hmm. and I realized that I have so much PTSD from the day of the crash that I haven't dealt with, because it didn't have space to come up yet. No. And I didn't remember all of it. And now that the space is there, memories from that day are starting to come up, and what I'm realizing is that the reason I felt at an impasse with my grief is because, you know, as you know, up until this point, I've been very instinctively feeling my way through this, I've been following my instincts, I've been knowing what to do, knowing how to take care of myself, and for the last month, I haven't known what to do. I haven't known what to say, how to feel, how to act, how to take care of myself. All of my old things haven't been working, and I haven't known why. So in a way, the COVID was good because it brought me to my fucking knees Mm -hmm. mentally, and I had to go and isolate in a room, and the demons came out. And once I was out out of that room, once everybody left, they were taking the kids to college, all of that kind of thing, and I was at my house alone, I was able to feel my feelings. Oh, yeah. I
1: was on the phone with you one day. You said, everybody's leaving so I can go out in the house Yeah,
0: I'm going to go out in the house, and I just started having panic attack again, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, I haven't, literally hadn't, haven't had panic attacks since I started therapy. So I used to suffer with really bad anxiety and depression, and I don't anymore. People think that they're stuck with that shit for life. You're not. No. And I said this to one of our listeners, anxiety isn't a pathological disorder. Your body remembers living without anxiety. Your cells, your muscles, your brain, remember life without anxiety. It's about bringing yourself back to that place and reminding your body and jump-starting it back. People take the physical side of anxiety out of the picture. It's a very physical experience. That's why we have panic attacks, which make us not be able to move or breathe or see or stand. That's your, your body's way of telling you something's wrong. You need to face something. Are you living is the way you're living wrong? Are you eating the wrong food? Are you watching the wrong things? Are you in a bad relationship? Do you need to move from your parents? I was like all of these things. Anxiety is your body's way of telling you something's not right. And if you can a big part of it is your nervous system. I'm so dumb. You know how I have my dumb dumb moments like <laughs> I didn't realize that when you, when people say like oh I'm feeling nervy or I'm nervous That is literally your nervous system. Have you ever seen the nervous system? Yeah. All of the... It looks like coral in your body. Mm -hmm. Nervous. Nervy comes from your nervous system being overstimulated. There are so many ways you can calm your nervous system. Oh, what are they? Can we talk about them? Yeah. Vitamin B complex. Yeah. Game changer for me. Game changer. Massage. Mm. Stretching. Breathing exercises taking in sun, relaxing, resting. So I knew last week when I had three days of constant panic attacks for the first time in eight years, I could feel, okay, This I don't like this, this is scary, doesn't feel good. But I know what to do. I've done this before. So I was eating extra calories to keep my blood sugar right. I was taking extra vitamin B complex to try and just chill my nerves out, I was taking slow walks in the evening, I was doing breathing, you know, it's just physically just, (sighs) bring the body down, and then you bring that body down, you make things calm, you get to a place where you can think, and you think, okay, what's what's at the root of this? You're not necessarily going to find out day one when you sit down. But if you journal and you chat and you think about it, it will start to flow. And that's what happened for me. And it all came out. So you're saying getting the body calm first then
1: allows you to deal with what's going on.
0: I believe so. Yeah. So for me, when I had my Nervy B all those years ago and this past week was a real test of that as well. Mm -hmm. Because it was the same feelings. But now. I had a choice. Am I going to get scared about this and go, oh my God, I'm having a nervous breakdown. Or am I going to use the tools I learned back then? So I thought, okay, first things first, I'm going to calm my body down. I went and got a massage once I was allowed out of quarantine. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy. My feet were so sensitive. Like hard to even touch. My feet are so sensitive. they are so sensitive. I can't even
1: get a pedicure.
0: Is that a thing? Is that because yeah. of something? It, it's your feet. So you have this muscle system in your body called your fascia, which goes under your feet all the way up, like over your whole back to here. Okay. And if that shit's tight, it hurts your feet, it hurts your back, it hurts your neck. Wow. So one of the ways to get my your feet to hurt less is by making sure that your calf muscles aren't overly tight. And when they were doing the size of my calves and thighs and the side of my arm on my left side, it was so painful. Mm. It was like, made me feel sick. Right side was completely fine. Mm. Left side it's my heart. My chest was hurting. I couldn't catch my breath, mm. which then I was like, is it the COVID? And I was like, no, I can breathe mm-hmm. just fine. It's totally emotional. I'm having a very emotional reaction. So I strongly believe if you can... Bring your physical self into a place of comfort, calm, stability. Food is a big part of that. I never feel more anxious than when I'm underfed. Mm. I'll go into anxiety real quick. And you go from there and you start feeling good physically a bit more and then you start introducing the idea of, okay, let me think about my relationship with my mum. All right, it's not that. How am I with my boyfriend? Hmm, okay, okay. And you start going through things, and soon enough, you'll find what the little thing is that when your body's feeling good, ooh, When I think about that, my heart's going, mm-hmm. and you'll you can figure it out. Anxiety is a hundred percent reversible. I am living Workable. Hundred percent workable. Yeah. There are also other little things that you can do to help yourself, like just little things, like you know how people say my anxiety, yeah, really, really negative. Um, pattern. To own it like that? Yeah. It's not your, it's not of you.
1: It doesn't belong to you. It's
0: not a part of you. It's not an arm or a leg. It's not like my eyes or my nose. Mm -hmm. It is I am experiencing anxiety and just that mental division of it being separate from you Yeah, is so powerful because if it's my anxiety it's like it's in me, it's on me, it's around me. Yeah, I
1: think of that when I talk about the stalker. Yeah, I in the past have called it my stalker. Yeah, and every time I do that, yeah. hits me wrong. Yeah. I think don't own that. You don't own that. He's, That's not
0: yours. Not his shit's got jack shit to do with you. Exactly. He's not, he, he's he's not your anything. No. But I, how often do we do that? We do 100%. that constantly. We claim things. We've got no Everything business. Everything that comes
1: out of our mouth is personal mm-hmm. and a claim. And it's not. Detach yourself from everything around you. My old music teacher used to say, I slept in today. I stayed in the bed until like 8 a.m. Mm. He would always call it the bed. Mm. And I, I always think, that's so interesting. He's not, most people say my bed. Yeah. I stayed in my One bed. One
0: thing that Jeff told me, my therapist, he loves energy and woo-woo and all this stuff. So he, that's the path that he's on now, which I love, obviously, because i all that. He said to me, when you go to the hotel in Vegas, make sure you cleanse the room. He's like, be really mindful of the energy. And he said, it's also really good to like, bang on the bed. Fucking stir that energy up, get it out, claim the room. He's like, think about all the people that sleep in that bed. I know, hotel rooms freak out. And all of their energy. And I was like, I have never even considered that, but wow, that's so smart. So and smart. And then he said to me, there's a lot of cultures where they, the bed is the bed. And we cleanse it morning and night. Mm. Cause it's full of little it's full of little cuties. It's full of all kinds of little things. And little, little jujubies. <laughs> 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 yeah, think about it. The the house. Yeah.
1: We claim our house. We claim our car. We claim our mm-hmm. Well, then it goes to another level where you're like the sister. <laughs>
0: different your sister oh, yeah. is your like you know that's a different thing that's an emotional sure. the house is a good one because the house you know that's been a big thing for me is going okay ryan and max are not in the walls of the house right yeah
1: exactly my to claim something as my that's the ego claiming
0: it mm-hmm. i've been so there's a family moving in here the woman is a widow she has two children who are musicians who are going to be moving into the studio
1: perfect
0: she's from the United Kingdom. Oh, wow. So when I found out that they were moving in, I felt so happy. And I've been thinking about it and excitedly preparing for them to move in. Oh, Do you want this? Shall I leave this for you? Will the kids want this in the studio? I'm going to leave them all the studio lights and the sound Oh, like, that's nice. Do all of that stuff. The sun's coming here first. I'm leaving all little bits for him in the kitchen so he has stuff to cook. And I've that has changed the whole dynamic for me because I'm excitedly preparing for the house's new chapter, yeah, with a family that I believe deserve to have a beautiful time here, as I have, and that's felt so nice.
1: Yeah, that's much different than yeah, just
0: just some uh, just some yucky ducky coming off the street, some yucky taking the hipster
1: house. who's just oh gonna man.
0: smoke inside. <laughs> but anyway, oh so that is where I'm at, and.
1: Yeah, the ego wants to claim everything for itself. Yeah, if we can separate from that and step away from having to claim things in this life, we're free. God, we're weighed down. Feel good. We're weighed down by everything that's mine, labeled as mine.
0: Even as I've been packing these boxes, I'm just like, I don't want any of this. <laughs> And that's a really weird thing is like, I'm getting a storage unit and I'm putting boxes with like other little boxes in it. That you don't so even want. But then I'm also really mindful of when I clean my dad's house out, I felt the same way and I got rid of stuff and then I regretted it. So I'm going to give myself more time. Yeah. Oh, I got my grandpa's things this week. Oh,
1: God. Yeah, I got two big boxes. with you your china and all that. I had brought that okay. with me on the plane. But this was books. It again was an emotional process to sit there and open up the boxes and I put on music and just took my time. Uh, I and I that. cleaned everything. You know, Aww. I dusted everything you down. You loved everything. I loved everything. I marveled at everything. And then I created a shelf nice. for just all his things. And
0: nice.
1: So, how's that process been in this house with Ryan's things? I know that since he died, you've spent time in his closet sometimes. You'll have, like, a, a deep moment of grief where you'll sit with a piece I'll of his a, clothing. a deep moment
0: of grief with a jacket. Or his shoes were a thing yeah, for you. I, I yeah, I, I, I pulled them out of the closet and I was like, I, I can't.
1: How's I mean, that going now that it's time to pack them? They've come with me. So you're not going through his stuff and cleaning and. I've
0: I have I've gone through things and I've gotten I've donated things to charity I've sent things to family I've put things aside for family, but there are things that I've felt like could be really helpful to people in charitable shops and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So those things I've donated. Anything that has spoken to me of like, oh, I think this person would like this. I've kept by, but then there are things like, you know, I packed his wash kit. And his razor and his shoes and all in his jackets and everything and put them in with my things, bathroom box and our winter coats and all those things. It's just because I just want to. Exactly. I want to. Mm -hmm. I want to bring them with me. Yeah. And maybe one day I won't, but for now I do. And it, it was weird last night. I put some of his trainers away, his sneakers, and I turned them upside down in the box And they had all these little berries with seeds in, smushed into That he'd stepped on? That he'd stepped on in our old apartment complex. Oh. And I thought to myself, it's so strange that these little seeds are still in his shoes. Hmm. But he's not here. Hmm. But these little seeds are. And I think about things like that a lot when I'm going through stuff. You know, I've got his backpack right here. It's been here the whole time. <laughs> he has his name on it. Yeah, and his Illinois flag. Let me see this thing. It's quite heavy. It's got two laptops in it. So he had this backpack this at the is time his, that he died? Yeah, this is his work
1: back. This was like what he would have with him every day? Yeah, it's is it okay that I'm touching it? Yeah, yeah, of course.
0: What, what did he have in here? Can we take a peek? He's got his mouse, his pens, his journal, his hypnosis book, his other patches... His two laptops for work, paper. That's a lovely note that I wrote him.
1: Ryan, I love you so much. No one has ever made me laugh or smile more. Always yours, eh? That was January 2019. He just kept it in his backpack.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, he's got some credit cards in here.
0: <laughs> Let's go shopping. No, because wow. I pay those bills now. I yeah. damn bitch. <laughs> <laughs> can't uh, get rid of debt when you. Move well, luckily Ryan didn't have any debt. He was very, very he good. He was very responsible that he way. He was, thank God. Wow, so had to be? You're taking his backpack. Yeah, it's just like what might I? I'm, I don't know what to do with that. I'll put it in. With all no, the other you, bits. yeah, yeah, you take like, it
1: with you, and you, you know, just moving forward with him. Yeah. around you and in your heart and yeah. not leaving anything behind
0: he, he'll be wherever I am this house served its purpose it absolutely every step of the way has it served its purpose yeah. from for many people it's given many people a place to land yeah. it's given many people a place to create yeah you know i fed a lot of people yeah fed me many <laughs> a night you know a lot of people have fed me in mostly pasta and, you know Loved me and I've loved them, and I'll, I've got memories for a lifetime in this house. Yeah. Even though Ryan and Max were only here for a short time, it feels like they've been here the whole time. It does. It really does, it does, doesn't it? Yes. Do you want to see the tarot card that I pulled this morning? Yeah. So this morning I pulled The Fool, which is a card that I get a lot, but today, especially of all days. The Fool is a card of new beginnings, opportunity, and potential. Just like the young man, you are at the outset of your journey, standing at the cliff's edge and about to take your first step into the unknown. Even though you don't know exactly where you are going, you're being called to commit yourself and follow your heart, no matter how crazy this leap of faith might seem to you. Now is a time when you need to trust where the universe is taking you. As you undertake this new journey, the thought encourages you to have an open, curious mind and a sense of excitement. So caution to the wind and be ready to embrace the unknown, leaving behind any fear, worry, or anxiety about what may or may not happen. This is about new experiences, personal growth, development, and adventure. Hmm. Speaking of which... (laughs) Let's take the shit on the road, baby. Speaking
1: (laughs) of which, you and I are in the middle
0: of a shitstorm being offered our own show. I know. We are. And we're having a look. We had a spicy moment about it this morning. Yeah? Because... There is definitely an element of it that is about our dads, which is hard for you. Well, there could
1: be. I mean, the original concept for the show was taking the pod on the road yeah. and basing it on, basically basing it on from the desk of. Yeah. First Annabelle News and then Lucy News. We've shared a couple things in the last couple of weeks about, you know, the Aaron Carter show in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Or a haunted hotel up in some town. Yeah. So many places around the world, really, that we both would love to visit and share with our listeners. That was the original concept for the show. And I'm very disheartened when a team comes back and just makes it about our dads and says that their show concept is about us talking about being rock star daughters. Which I understand is a part of who we are. And that's great. And I don't mind it being a part of the conversation. But we're so much more than that. Mm -hmm. And to base an entire show
0: around talking about that to me is insanely boring. It is so boring. Not just for us. But I also think like, why would anyone wish to watch this? Who cares? I mean, people care a bit. And sure, it's always going to be, it's who we are. It is the truth of who we are. It's part of who we are. It's a part of who we are. I mean, I have
1: another dad too. Like my stepdad is an incredible man with an incredible life. Why aren't I talking about him? Well,
0: because he's not a rock star. But that's my point is like it's a sliver of who we are. Look, listen, just don't show off because you've got like three dads, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. What did you say to me?
1: I said your dad is
0: dead and my dad is dead to me. It's the name of our TV show. (laughs) But that's the thing, and I back you. Listen, I'm, I said to you this morning. I know that shit gets your back up. And listen, you and I have been offered so, we have so been many for this show a hundred thousand times in a hundred different ways. Flop the cradle was exactly that. It was. And don't you want to see us with our titties out and red lipstick showing you a castle in the countryside? <laughs> I mean, Jesus, oh that's hot TV. Speaking of my tits, you know how they've been really big.
1: Yeah, well, they're still well, something
0: really sad's happened.
1: They're lopsided.
0: Yeah, one's deflating. One, they're start the nips are starting to look go down. Car guide. No oh, fucking hell. They start to finally like go down a little bit. Why? Because they're tired titties. They're big and they just keep going big and then smaller and bigger and smaller. So now my nips have gone. Mm. Let me see. Absolutely not. I just need to take time to adjust to the new
1: look. Don't they have a surgery for that?
0: Which I won't be. Cock-eye doing. eyed nips. Old cockeyed nip. That's gonna be my new name in your phone. Oh, old old cockeyed <laughs> nips. Old cock-eye. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway,
1: you were saying you stand behind me or I something.
0: <laughs> What do you stand behind me for? I said I will back you 100% of the way. Oh. You don't have a relationship with your dad, so how are you gonna talk about your dad? It's the day. last thing I wanna talk so about. So I'll talk in the about world. my dad all day until I don't wanna talk about it anymore. I'll tell you all kinds of things. I told you fuck that lady at Sandals. I'll tell you all kinds of things about my dad. Good, so I'll go
1: off and show the viewers, you know, the museum in town, and you'll go off and talk to some monkeys fan who has a shrine no, in her basement.
0: We'll both talk to everyone, <laughs> but you will not be talking telling cozy stories about your dad like the amount listen let me tell you this we did a magazine interview recently we do magazine interviews all the time we did something recently where they were like can you tell us a christmas story about your dad i'm like yeah how he forgot christmas every year are you fucking joking how i haven't (laughs) (laughs) heard from him on christmas in five years we'd love to see a picture of you and your dad riding together let me go just photoshop it real quick Okay, well, you're gonna have to fucking draw that yourself because it doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, this is the thing, it's, it's people don't understand. So let's focus on what the truth is. As I was saying earlier, let's live in the truth yeah. about who everyone is and where we all are. Right, and here's why people come at
1: me about a show idea having to do with who my dad is over and over again is because I don't share the truth
0: yeah well they're gonna have a rude
1: awakening when they make a new show with us where (laughs) listen if you want to make a show about who my father is
0: get ready oh my god you guys you literally don't you can imagine how excited i am knock yourselves out i've heard there's a lady with the davy jones shrine in her basement and i want to go and see it on tv i want to sit with her have dinner with her i want to cuddle her yeah i'll be there i'd love that i think it would be great I would like to go to all kinds of places and talk to all kinds of people. Cuddle her, she'd probably stab you. No, she'll just like pluck a single one she's in my head. She's gonna hairs. be like smelling Clone you. Clone me. She's tuck, probably tucked my face. Well, you look exactly like your That's dad, what I'm so she's she'll gonna go wanna have touch sex my face. with you.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> We've had such an interesting 24 hours. We've had an interesting life. <laughs> We've already had an argument today. Yeah, we already had a fight. Yeah,
1: because you came up here and you are like, <laughs> okay, listen, because my manager's like, you guys need to put yourselves on camera. You need to like create a script and like go downtown and eat on camera <laughs> for this pitch for network. They want to see you guys together doing something fun. And you were honest and you said, and go, I'm sorry, Annabelle's hectically moving her house. It's not, no. And he was like, well, then just film that. So I came in here with all these camera shot ideas and Annabelle's like, no, no, no. no hold I the camera yourself and then turn it on me. It'll be more authentic. And I'm going, listen, bitch, this isn't about authenticity, all right? We're creating a pitch. It's a buzz reel. It's got to be hot. I and I walk in and I say... You literally sound like, like a sound bite from like... I say we have to talk. We have to create something. And what did you say? I said I'm not going to have a fake conversation with you. I'm not going to have a fake
0: conversation <laughs> And I said because we don't need to Lucy. The, the Neither tr- am I. The truth. And then I accidentally said, for your TV show. That's right. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I didn't mean that. You can't, you can't <laughs> She's just tried to flip the couch. <laughs>
1: tv show like i want to do this
0: <laughs> okay listen i didn't mean it to me <gasps> like that you can't hold me oh you meant for it like no, that i, really I know didn't. exactly how you meant it. I meant it. your pitch Ooh, my pitch yes this isn't my pitch i'm not doing this for my health no i it is your pitch because you're in control of it i don't understand how pitches work so it is your pitch for, for our, both of us exactly but Ooh, it's your pitch. You little cunt <laughs> We're gonna have a great time on this show together. Don't touch my sad nipple. Give me a lopsided
1: Miggie. Ow! Mine are fake, I can't even feel you're that. you're not fake. Oh my God. Well, our conversation is apparently. Well, I didn't mean it how it came Every out. conversation we've ever had has been fake. What? No. Oh, you've been being truthful this whole time? Okay. I wanna do the show. You're the one that doesn't. We're sending that, what you guys just heard. We're sending that to the them, the network, for them to see what just happened. Yes,
0: yeah. I wish I'd seen your face when you tried to lift that couch. That's the most exercise <coughs> you've had in about fifteen years. I know, I watching know. you hop around that room. I
1: know. I haven't gone to hot yoga in like a month. Still paying for it though.
0: <laughs> Why do we do that? I don't. Ryan Brady trained me out of all that.
1: God. Just
0: okay. Listen, look. The point is, listen. Is that- the point is, we're coming soon to a television screen
1: near you. Okay? We're doing a fucking show. We're taking the show on the road. We were
0: meant to be on Flop the Cradle together.
1: Well, now we are going to be appearing together on television. Yeah.
0: I want to go to a haunted house. I want to see a weird monkish ride. I want to go to that eagle statue.
1: In I Winslow, Arizona. I want to do stuff. So. I will be showing our audience exciting things. Okay, well, i
0: am take them to the statue then. And yeah, you coming. can take <laughs> You're fucking coming. Just shut up if you in this for me. I'll just be in the back of the shot just eating French fries. I think it's going to be good for you. You're going to have a lot of mental breakdowns. I'm going to have to hold you. You're going to deal with some issues. I'm going to have a lot of mental breakdowns. I want to go and, like, have dinner with, like, Nazis and shit. Yeah. And be like, what's the deal? Yeah. I want to Louis through my way yeah. through the I told you, the I America's- want you to pitch me as Louis Theroux meets Nicole Richie. And you said, does that mean I'm Paris? And I said, no, you're Paris's (laughs) mum." So it's Louis and Kathy. That's the name of our show. Now that would be a good show. (laughs) They would have no idea what either of them were saying. You don't watch Housewives, so you don't know, but... I don't watch the
1: Nicole Richie show either.
0: Somebody said hunky-dory and Kathy came in and went, who's (laughs) hunky-dory?
1: It was a person. That's a good travel name. So, anyway, listen. Anyway, the point is, the point is, We're I'm not doing a show about my dad, okay? Yes, she Glad we had this. <laughs> yes,
0: she is. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's not going to be about our dads. It's going to be about us, but also about our dads because they're our dads. <laughs>
1: Listen. If you want to make a show about my dad, you're going to work in my stepdad. Also, that's all I have to say. We're going to work in your stepdad. We're going to work in Smokey. I don't have any dads. You can ha- borrow mine. I've got enough <gasps> dads for both of us.
0: I'll take. You have Jim, Jim Dad, Jim Dad, and Smokey, and have Smokey. I'll have Joe, Joseph. Yeah, I'm going to call him Joseph because he's in a lot of trouble. He is not
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's enough dads to go around.
0: Great. Okay.
1: We have listener comments.
0: Okay, let's do it. Okay. We didn't do desk ops. Sorry. Yeah, we don't have any news this week. There's
1: absolutely. I didn't even. If
0: you want news, it's that. If you want news,
1: everything you just heard heard is news.
0: All right. So. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Last week we did our Spookyville episode. Yeah. Okay. So people had a lot to say. Uh, I I had to cut these listener comments down because you guys wrote in with so much to say, which thank you. We love reading it. And we are going to post them on our stories.
0: Yeah. We're going to post your stories.
1: Of your own haunting. Yeah, your
0: spooky shit. We're going to do a little spooky post. Yeah. So Soph.lud
1: says, just wanted to write in to say I absolutely love this week's episode. It might not have been the smartest thing for me to listen to it at one in the morning. But it was definitely worth it.
0: Yeah, girl. Yes, girl. April Diamond 28 says, Thank you, ladies, for sharing your paranormal and weird experiences this week. I love hearing things like this. Well,
1: people love it.
0: There's plenty more where that came from.
1: Yeah, there is. Glamour PhD said, This episode was fascinating and truly resonated.
0: Glamour PhD, what a great Handled. It's a great handle. Abigail on fire. I was listening to the Spooky Bill episode laying on my bed on my side. Freaked me out. I had to roll onto my back so I could see all around me. And I yelled, go away. <laughs> like you girls do in the stories in this episode. And I was definitely spooky as fuck. My heart was racing. Loved it. Oh, yeah. Because I said I yell at spirits yeah. when I get scared. Yeah. Wow. You just go. Lucy just goes straight to anger. <laughs> go away. Fuck you. Do you know what's so much easier to feel than pain, Lucy? Thank you, Annabelle,
1: for (laughs) psychoanalyzing me to death. Oh, my God. How's your therapy going? Are we done yet? How's your therapy going? We've been recording for an hour. My therapy's going great. Me and Jody are just taking over the world one session at a time. Good. Yeah. Love her. Good. I love that. She used to be in the music industry, Mm -hmm. which I didn't know if that would be... A hindrance when I first started working with her, but it's really great because she knows the people I'm talking about and I don't Mm. have to explain it.
0: Because there are, for those of you that don't know, because why would you fucking know, there are therapists who specialize in all different things, not just like eating disorders or grief or trauma, but also different worlds like music industry, acting industry, corporate all of those things and they are people generally who are from those backgrounds who then retrain as therapists exactly. and then help people who Yeah, are she worked
1: as a record exec for like 15 years. Yeah. And then quit the business and got her license and now she works with musicians. I love that. But when I was looking for a therapist, my question to them was if they specialized in narcissistic abuse right. recovery. So she did.
0: Yeah, cuz she's and been then- in the music industry so she knows. Yeah. How to- <laughs> so- listen let me finish this by saying this okay let's finish the episode with this okay i said to you do you know what's easier than pain anger and the reason i said that to you is because in my therapy session this morning which was great timing because i really needed that therapy <laughs> <session> this <morning. laughs> if it wasn't booked in it was about to be emergency booked in yeah i did my rant and he said to me you need to be angry about everything that you've heard and everything you've experienced in the last 24 hours. He said, and now I want you to connect with the softness.
1: Mm.
0: And the softness means that you have to feel the pain. And I want you to go inside, because I was sitting in my car, I want you to go inside, and I want you to spend some time in the house and feel what you need to feel. And I started, like, my energy, like, calmed down. And he said, there you go. He said, "I can feel the softness. Mm. I want you to stay with that. So,
1: perfect ending.
0: Stay with the softness, even when a bitch is trying to press you. Yeah. Stay soft, everyone. Stay soft. Love Love you. you.
1: (laughs) Hate New York City. It's cold and it's damp, and all the people dressed like." Let's leave Chicago to the Eskimo. That town's a little bit too rugged for you and me. Imperial Highway The big nasty fitted at my side Saturday the winds blowing hot from the north